I still think they should have kept a human Sonic more. That creepy, the, the, yeah, the original creep, the creepy Sonic, hashtag creepy Sonic, release the creepy Sonic cut. <laughs> Man, I keep thinking about the Batman, and, and the more I think about it, I'm like, better than the Dark Knight. Well, yeah. Oh, there's the intro. Right there. <laughs> think you're onto something, Nick. Yep. Stay tuned, we got stuff cooking up in here. It's gonna chop y'all up. Chichot, 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 chichot. Uh, we're, uh, now you go, Alex. If in case uh, our listeners weren't aware, no, we are not uh, chanting and uh, praying to the Dark Lord Cromdor. Uh, we are actually uh, reciting our best rooster impression. Rooster, cock of the walk. Gotta, gotta walk it like a cock it. Oh, I thought it was best Elvis impression. Uh, uh, same I mean, thing, both. Same thing. Same thing. Roosters and Elvis synonymous. Yeah, the I think. Memphis Rooster, as as a few would call him. The old Memphis. Is that what people called him? That's that, what I said. Is that, few. Is that what this, is that what this came probably, from? Probably two people in this world. Have wow, called I love him the that. Memphis I love rooster. that. Well, we're talking roosters. We're talking cocks. We're talking uh, the the rock and the roll. I like to rock and roll, sweet honey. Rockadoodle. We're doing an animated movie, our first animated movie of the year. Uh, we're excited about it until we watch the movie, and then we got less excited about it. But here we are anyway. Rockadoodle. Just the just the real rotten crew today. I'm Nick. I'm Steven. And the KJAX Fact Shack is here. Click in clacking away. In person, we we built the Fact Shack back up. Inside the garage. What is it made of this time? Because you know it was toothpicks, and then it was, then it was plastic straws. You're asking so many questions right now. Is it is it made of? Uh, it's made of just plywood with no nails, no nails, no glue. It's like it's precariously spit, spit. placed uh, <laughs> yeah. plywood just it's, stacked on it's, top it's of each like, other. It's like it's like puzzle mats. Uh, <laughs> you just connect the pieces and hopefully they'll no, stay together. It's a literal together. house of cards. Yes, it's, it, yeah. it could fall and will fall any second now. We can, we look forward to the demise of the fact shack. Cause uh, fat corner. Absent because he he's not he's not a rock doodle guy. We we respect his boundaries. We respect yeah. his boundaries. He doesn't go beyond the Disney realm, and you know, uh, you know, a man's got to a man's got to stick to his uh stick to his to core his religion. We're all about Datney today. We're all about Datney, not Disney. Datney. Datney. That's where we're at. But first, movie news. New Pixar movie comes out to 95% relevant because relevant. somebody in the movie turns into a uh, into a into a panda into a mammal which is what happens in Rock Doodle. So there we go. We made the full connection. We've come full circle. 95% of Pixar is Pixar back, Steven. Pixar is probably <laughs> was, was back. Pixar Pixar's ever back. Gone? Pixar's back in theaters. Pixar was gone. Yeah, Pixar was Man, dead. But- no, I, have you? Did What's you, the worst rated Pixar movie? Did you catch uh, Luca at all? I did watch I, Luca. I, Luca was good. I have heard good things about Luca. Yeah, Luca was good. Luca uh, was good. The uh, here's the thing that they're they're killing um, Pixar wise. They're doing a limited release this first week 
And so making people want to mm. go out and go see it in theaters in order to do the wide release next week. Oh, so how do you like sweet. that model as opposed to Warner HBO's model? Um, you know, they're go- the, it, parents want to take their kids out. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Well, f- first Pixar movie directed by a uh, female, and she's the one who did uh, the Bow. B-A-O oh, she did short, the Bow movie. The Bow short. Yeah. That was ahead of Pixar, which is one of the better uh, short films before Pixar. So congrats to her. Congrats to, uh, uh, to Turning Red. Movie news number two. This one's for Kyle. Shouts to Kyle. Obi-Wan trailer. Uh, if we talked about TV, we would talk about that trailer right now. Scale of uh, so boring it'll make your eyes bleed to s- kind of boring because he's just on Tatooine the whole time. Is Tatooine... Is Tatooine's body aching from carrying the Star Wars franchise on its back? Maybe your mod- what other what other sci-fi sagas like what other planet fake planet is tied to a sci-fi saga? Give us so, any other planet. Dune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Arrakis. There you go. And what is it? Star another Trek? another fucking desert planet. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Why? What are we doing? <laughs> why do we care? <laughs> How come a Hoth never gets any fucking love? <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm all about an ice. Set planet. a show on an ice planet. Yeah. I would uh, much rather watch that. Maybe they're setting it all up and just doing tattooing, and then like tattooing's <laughs> gonna blow up sometime, and then we're gonna be done with tattooing, and then they're gonna move on to another, like gonna go to Endor and go hang out right. there. If I was like choose one setting to shoot a movie, what are the chances you would say desert every single time? Because that's right. what Star Wars does. Star Wars is like we have the whole galaxy. You know what I love? This planet called because Tatooine. It's, because it's westernish. They're giving it the western uh, yeah. edge to it and the fucking well, samurai We shit, are pro uh, Ewan McGregor here. Um, what are you going to uh, do? I got my what first, are you gonna do? first job for the Fact Shack today. Ewan McGregor, what's his worst rated movie? I, I don't even know if he's ever done an under 25 movie. He's done bad movies. He's done bad movies. I just can't. I uh, think uh, I want to say Down, no, Down for Love is a good movie, but he has a movie like that called Love Something. That I think um, might have been under twenty five. Real, real quick, moment of silence for Alderaan. Great. Um, no, it's the one, uh, the the movie he's in with uh, Naomi Watts and Ryan Gosling, where he's the psychiatrist. That's a bad movie. That's for sure a bad movie. American Pastoral, twenty three percent. No, American Pastoral. That's there you go. There you <laughs> go. Can Nate, you read us the movie. plot line of that movie? Is it about a painter who goes crazy? That's what that. That's what I would assume. Or, or it's about a family just on a farm. Serenity now. Um, once a legendary high school athlete who is now a successful businessman married to Don Jennifer Connelly, a former beauty queen. Oh, when Don. his beloved teenage daughter, Dakota Fanning, disappears after being accused of committing a violent act, oh. Swade de- dedicates himself to finding her and reuniting his family. What he discovers shakes him to the core, forcing him to look beneath the surface and confront chaos that is shaping the world around him. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Well, that's enough Disney talk because we're going down need for the rest of the podcast. We're going to do some, we're going to draft. It's going to be our first rewriting draft. We're going to draft. Long time. Non-Disney movies. Yeah. 2D animation. Yeah. So get ready for that. We're going to do, uh, and the game we're going to play, we're going to form our own cartoon super groups uh, band style. Yeah. We're each going to come up with a cartoon band yeah. and pitch it. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. But first, we got to get a little taste. Just a little taste of uh, Rock-a-Doodle. Rock-a-Doodle. Rock-a-Dash. Edmund had never been a hero until he was magically swept into the pages of his favorite book. Jesus, I'm a cat. Now, he's helping his newfound friends find a rockin' rooster. Let me be your rooster. Because this bird's the only one who can bring back the sun. 
From Don Blue, director of The Land Before Time, comes the animation sensation, Rockadoodle. Rated D. Starts April 3rd at theaters everywhere. Stop it. That was a direct VHS to like to digital copiers. Oh, my, exactly. ears, my ears are ringing. Something, something happened there. Yeah. That, that was amazing. Like, was that my tinnitus that I was hearing? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You can only go from one medium to so many mediums. That was one of those that was copied from VHS to DVD to, to Laserdisc and then back to a digital. Yeah. Anyway, 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, 55% from the audience with 25,000 plus reviews, uh, audience. So that's Unbelievable. a lot. Only 15 critic reviews, an, a criminally under uh, critically rated movie. <laughs> so who knows? It could have gone above 25. Right. Yeah. I wonder why, why it got skipped a lot by, uh, by quote unquote top critics of that day. Yeah. It, by all means, it was at least anticipated. You know, people you were think, look, people right. were kind of look. Don Bluth was he was uh, starting to decline at this time. Yeah, because yeah, this is after American Tale two, so he wasn't involved. Was, yeah, yeah, he wasn't class, involved in that. A fucking classic, a mm-hmm. stone cold classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, blurbs, Rotten Tomatoes blurb. Rockadoodle starts strong, but virtually avoids crowing about any of its best aspects. There you go. Yeah, I, I made like that. I made that one up because they didn't have one. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So, wow, that's, a, that's was, really. Was good. that a good impression of yeah. could? I'm tr- I'm still trying out for that job of writing that rotten. You know, writing, I don't think you'll beat the algo, but that's as close as you're going to get to you're becoming. Trying out for the that algo. job of writing crow related. Um, copy. Yeah, yeah, you got to have you have to have a pun in it usually almost yeah. all the time. Uh, you got to have a couple other things, and mm. we're still, I think, 130 episodes. This is our 130th episode. Congratulations, Stephen. Yeah, 130. Good job, everybody. Good job. Stephen's 125th. Well, you got to bring that up again. You got to bring that up every time. <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, I think pretty soon we're going to be able to be represented on Rotten Tomatoes with our blips. I think that mm-hmm. retroactively we can go in and out <laughs> all these. Speaking of retroactively, yeah, started a letterbox uh, for for uh, the podcast. So there you go. so go on. We're at Real Rotten on Letterbox. You can see every movie that we've ever done, and we have the definitive ranking of all 130 movies that we've done. From best worst movie of all time to worst worst movie of all time. Okay, that's Did fair. Did you make the ranking, or is it rating? Is it ranked according to? It's ranked according to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, so uh, no, no consultant. Actually, well, technically, it's. Uh, I'm going to say technically it's not done yet because I haven't started. Oh, okay. But by the time this comes out, so just like <laughs> it should so be, re- like your, it should be almost ready so by the time just it comes like out. Your thesis. You're waiting until the last. Yeah, yeah. Waiting. Uh, procrastination makes the heart grow fonder. Uh, my blurb from Alex. All that out. My blurb from Alex Sandell from the Juicy Cerebellum. Uh, he said, "Slightly enjoyable waste of time." Slightly enjoyable waste of time is probably um, a, a fair a fair judgment of this film. If I hadn't seen it so much uh, as a child, describes a lot of kids' movies in general <clears> too. Yeah, we'll get into a guy's history yeah. about this after we uh, go through yeah. these blurbs. Uh, mine from uh, Marjorie Baumgartner from the Austin Chronicle. Uh, she said, there's very little plot, yet it seems like most of the movie is spent busily getting from one scene to the next. Yeah, it, it was rushed. It was That's rushed. Even a million for, percent true. Yeah, even for being a <laughs> for being one of the shortest films we'll ever, <laughs> we'll ever review, it is, it is a unbelievably uh, rushed film. <laughs> Uh, uh, Alex, uh, you, it's like you they, got a blurb there, they buddy. Just, they ran out of uh, ink yeah. or something. Yeah, it's like they just couldn't fit other things in or something. I, I really, they I ran don't out understand. of film. Yeah, yeah something yeah. happened. <laughs> something. something happened. 
My blurb is from Tim Brayton of the alternate ending, and he said, it certainly does feel like a dream, albeit the kind you have when you're running a fever and have gotten all messed up on cough medicine, which is pretty on the nose because then at the end of the movie, <laughs> the mom's like telling the kid, like, no, don't get out of bed. He, he, like, <laughs> yeah. he def- this, this movie was a fever dream. It, it really was. Yeah. 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 What a great my, ending. My Not. theory is that uh, this little kid, Timmy, is... Edmund. Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> this, Timmy. This, it seemed no, like a Timmy. No, Edmund is Timmy from Se- Secrets of Nim. Mm. He's uh, the fucked up cough kid uh, who had pneumonia. Oh, so, so this is maybe Edmund had pneumonia, and this is his fever dream. But he is actually the mouse mm. from Secrets of Nim. So this is Blue's just, template. This is Blue's template. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> it, it brings like, a whole uh, other dimension to Colchester. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like all uh, Dan Brown's book have the same exact plot. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. they're all sure. secret yeah. uh, symbols. Simple. Semiotics. If, yeah. if you went to grad school like me, semiotics. Mm. Great. Gbert. Uh, I'm trying to church it up, son. <laughs> our boy Raj did review this movie, one of the 15. So that's pretty, I can't, yeah, I can't that's pretty exclusive. That. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what... I want to see that segment on uh, on YouTube somewhere. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Uh, he, he said the movie has some good songs and some lively animation, but what bothered me was that most of the interaction between characters was on the level of violence. I mean, I got to disagree. I really love the slapstick in this movie, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we'll get into that a little bit. We don't all like to slap sticks, okay? Some of us grew up in non-stick slapping households. Uh, speaking of Letterbox, as he wears a cat dog uh, hat. <laughs> speaking of Letterbox, there's a new segment called Letterboxy. He is uh, up. It's a working title. <laughs> I don't know, Stephen. Do you have a better, a good um, Letterbox review title? Um, le- letterboxed in. Letterboxed in. Uh, from the user featuring Dante from the DMT series. <laughs> That's what their name is. Uh, they said Donathan Bluth sure does love to put titties on birds, don't he? Two and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> He does. Yeah. He really does. He loves to put them titties on them birds. Yeah, personifying uh, animals. That's, uh, you know. <laughs> Anthropomorphizing or whatever. Well, the 90s it. was the golden age of hot cartoons. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Uh, We're going to get into that, too. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but first, what are your... I don't have any history with this movie. I don't think I've... I had never seen it up until this week. Uh, but both of you have a we're long the, we're history. We're all the same age here, too, so that's pretty interesting. You've never seen it. I've seen every other Don Bluth movie, though. So I don't know how this one. This would not be the one I would think most people have, you would have, that would be missed. I don't know how this one slipped past me. This is yeah. li- th- literally the only one that he produced that I didn't see. Well, Steven and I both maybe had mom this. and dad had something against yeah. Elvis uh, impersonators and they didn't want to buy it from maybe, me. I mean, you know, maybe is that why you never watched uh, Saving? What's that one terrible movie with Kevin Costner and fucking where they're all Elvises? Is that why you haven't seen that movie? Graceland, three yeah. thousand, three thousand miles to Graceland, three thousand yeah, yeah. miles to Graceland. I've seen that. That oh. which is good. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's an underrated movie. All right, all right. <laughs> but I, I was late to that one, too. Mm. Well, Steve and I both had this movie on VHS, if I'm not. I did see Walk the Line, <clears> but first I walked yeah. out of the theater. I was just like, I'm not walking that line. You're, you're a fool. Um, yeah, uh, this is a movie that, if we're talking background right now, this is a movie that I've probably, I've probably seen about 50 times from the age of, uh, I would say, four to eight. Same here. Um. And and by fifty times, I mean fifty times a year. Um, <laughs> yeah. This was this was a go to movie to watch because uh, my grandparents are real big uh, Glenn Campbell fans. Uh, okay, yeah. that that checks out a lot. So that helps. Yeah. Um, and they you know they they enjoy some Elvis and enjoy some Elvis impersonations. And uh, this was this was a routine film that I could watch down there. So that's what I did. Uh, was watch Rockadoodle a lot, and then especially watch the beginning. 
of uh, the VHS of Rockadoodle lot, and there was a lot <laughs> going on in that. Yeah, t- okay, we gotta talk about that. We'll get into I, that a little bit. No, really, no, let's get into it. Let's now. get into no. it. I don't really understand. Well, it's first, first a commercial. A tisk, a tisk, tisk. A tisk, tisk, tisk. Whisk, whisk. A tisk, a tisk, tisk. Get five dollars back on your purchase of Rockadoodle when you buy Whisk. Look for details on the certificate inside specially marked video cassettes. Compliments of Whisk, Whisk, Whisk. I asked um, (laughs) routinely where that VHS uh, box was so I can see where the coupon was so we can get some get some Whisk. For the That's, listeners, what is whisk? Whisk is a laundry detergent. In case the <laughs> the commercial just, doesn't that, disclose, that commercial did not match the laundry detergent. I mean, the dog oh, was like, hitting the whisk bottle the entire time. Yeah, so that's what oh, it's like playing it. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's like five hundred dollars in modern currency too. Five dollars off. Five dollars back. Yeah, 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 yeah off yeah. a giant inflation. Jug. Inflation yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, but we we didn't even get liquid uh, detergent uh, growing up. We couldn't afford yeah. that. We got the powder all day. You just washed them in in the creek. Down by your house, right? <laughs> yeah. Hung dry. It. We prayed to the door, a dark Lord Cromdor, uh, to assist us in, in clean clothing, and he provided. Those were the days of VHS, and then uh, the early days of DVDs kind of had those too, where they would sneak in some commercials uh, before. The, but uh, specifically, these movies from Don Bluth, he would always preview the next movie on the on the on the VHS. So, mm-hmm. like if you got uh, Troll and or if you got Pebble and the Penguin, you got the preview for Troll in Central Park, which both, was coming out. Both soon. bangers, both bangers. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then uh, they did this for Thumbelina too, with a, one of the movie well, other movies that that came out. So it was a thing with that. His production company did, and it was you know decent marketing. It got the kids yeah. excited, even though I I still have never seen Thumbelina, which was the Thumbelina in, is in unbelievably Rockadoo. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go down a weird hole, watch that fucking movie. It's insane. She's the tiniest person. I, re- in the world. I rewatched it. Uh, it's gross. In the last few years, and I was just like shocked that that movie was made. <laughs> I remembered it being different. Uh, anyway, going to the fact shack. Okay, Jax, what you got? Tell us about it. Rockadoodle released on April 3rd, 1992. Almost the end. Yeah. Happy 20 year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, uh, happy 30 year anniversary. 30 year anniversary. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're that fucking old. <laughs> yeah. Um, Welcome. Welcome. Fuck. Um, rated PG. Rated PG. Wow, where do you think Rockadoodle is going to go for their 30th birthday? Probably like Vegas, huh? Branson, Missouri. <laughs> That's where they're going. Hell they're going yeah. to Branson, Missouri. Yeah. Um, PG, it's I actually, guess. It's actually G. I just looked it up again. It's G, I, wrote, yeah. I wrote it in wrong. So that's that's the thing is that the producer was really fighting to not have a PG rating for this film uh, because he felt like he would lose a lot of the target <laughs> audience they were looking for. Losing all the losing the all the three P- year old, two year olds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah all it? the kids who could understand Edmund, which we'll get into. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the runtime there? G for, G for gangster. The, the, right? the best part about this movie, only 77 minutes. Also the worst part about this movie. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, yeah, true. True. 77 minutes, but um, the most rushed 77 minutes I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was like this movie was running on like 1.5 speed. <laughs> you know? yeah. This movie uh, was obsessed with not making any scene longer than one and a half minutes, but was like, we have to fit these 104 scenes in this movie. Right. Right. Was this long? This had to be 
pretty close to, you know, the shortest movie we've ever done was Eight Crazy Nights. Right. This is the shortest one. This is, is the so shortest one so far. Record. It's broke the record. It's yeah, broke yeah, we got a new record holder that who knew unlikely be another to be animated film, unlikely <laughs> to be ever broken again. <laughs> hey, we'll see. Maybe another Don Bluth movie. I don't know. I did come across the uh, letterbox list of uh, you have a life. Here's movies under eighty five minutes, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll check that list out. <laughs> okay, All taglines: right. the rousing, rollicking adventure of the world's first rocking rooster. Misleading, misleading <laughs> tagline. I would be so mad if I read that tagline and then I went and saw this movie, because that's not what it's about. It's not about the first rock and rooster. That that was the biggest misconception I had coming into this movie. I was like, I can't wait to watch this rooster Elvis biopic. It's gonna be awesome. I I'm really excited. And then it wasn't about Chantelier at all. <laughs> Chantelier. <laughs> what? And I swing from the what a Chantelier. Great name for children to pronounce. Chanticleer. 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 Because yeah. they couldn't say the French way. Chanticleer. Yeah, because it's based off of a Chancer play. Yeah, it's based off the Chancer book. Old, old, yeah, old tale. What is it? Tale? Canterbury Tales? Something. Canterbury Tales, yeah. Sure. Canterbury eggs? Tag, you're it, Stephen. Oh, it's my turn? Okay. Damn it. I was trying to get the instrumental because it's a just let yourself crow. Just let it crow, baby. That's a good one. That's a good one. Just let you just let What's yours, Nick? So crow. Mine, I said at the beginning, the cock of the walk. Great. That's great for children. Backup is from the creator of Secret of Nim. That's it. <laughs> yep. That's all you need. Uh, yeah. True. Say an American Not tale. A, I would say American tale. Yeah. From the creator of American tale. Mm. Colon, a five goes west. <laughs> uh, Alex? Well, my first idea was rock hard cock, but then I thought about it and I decided to go with, we're going to cock this town. Great. Both, uh, both excellent <laughs> target uh, taglines. That that work perfectly. <laughs> what are our plot keywords, Alex? Cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Cats are a really big theme in Don Bluth movies. I watched. They really are. I watched m- multiple of them uh, in preparation for this podcast, and cats as villains come up like literally every time. Owls <laughs> really? Too. He really? He must have really hated cats. I thought Owls the cat too. was a friend in an American Tale. One cat. One John cat. Candy. Oh yeah, it was a gang of Don cats, Delu- right? D- yeah. Dom DeLuise. I thought it was John Candy, but yeah, that's not it. No, John Candy's in the Don DeLuise is, is just a, he's in Five Goes West. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. takes over for Dom DeLuise. Not, I think, right? not a because yeah, Dom DeLuise not, died. Not, not right? Brit- British dude. Dead John, not John Cleese though. Um, Dead DeLuise. What are the Peter, keywords? All right, Peter, the guy. Oh, you know, perfect for a kid. Movie. Movie. Flirting, a lot of flirting going on. Yeah. Flirting, a lot of. Fl- this is a horny movie. You got, <laughs> got to be up front. Should have got a PG rating because of how horny this movie is. Yeah. It's like under. It's a little hornier than you expected. That's yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Loss of money. <laughs> not know. just not just the movie, but uh, in the movie, but outside the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the loss of money. Is that because the farm gets flooded, or is that because of the manager loses money when Chanticleer can't play? The manager loses money, and then the and then the rooster loses money. That sort of thing. And then they showed that they showed that in like the in one of the sequences. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Giraffe. I don't remember a giraffe (laughs) in this movie. Yeah. What What's going on with giraffe as a plot keyword? Anybody know what's going on with that? I think there was a. 
Oh, at the club? Yeah, at the club there was a giraffe <laughs> yeah. that fell over or something. It could, you could be right. A giraffe fell well, I, I know just, the rhinoceros I think, I think was I remember a, Yeah, I think I remember a giraffe falling over. It might be that. Boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I remember that line. Of it sucks yeah. to be a gorilla because you're always typecast as a bouncer in these yeah. movies. Right. <laughs> like, oh, that guy's so tough. Yeah. The way he talked. Yeah. Um, and groupie. Groupie. So many groupies in this movie. A lot movie. of groupies in this in movie. In the beginning and in uh, on the farm, off the farm in the city. Like, man, good good on uh, good on uh, Chanticleer. 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 What's our budget? <laughs> Eighteen million dollars in eighties money, so that's pretty fucking high. Uh, this was this wasn't an eighties uh, or ni- early nineties money. Yeah, early nineties. For some reason, I always think this was made in the eighties. Top five groupie though. Uh, f- when you click the groupie title, uh, number one, easy, most famous groupie movie of all time, probably almost, almost famous. famous, almost famous. Yeah. Uh, then the dirt that, <laughs> I think that was the a Molly Crew origin that, story. Molly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Molly Crew movie, Rocky Horror, oh. School of Rock, and then Jennifer's Body. Uh, oh, wow, yeah. A diverse but fun top five. I think that's a fun top five. Interesting. Anyway, uh, how much money did it lose? <laughs> Speaking of losing money, it only made eleven million worldwide. So it definitely lost about thirty million, twenty million dollars, <laughs> twenty to thirty million dollars. This was a huge flop. Like, yeah. uh, very. It was a. Uh, according to Looper.com, it was one of the biggest animated movie bombs of all time, uh, along with Tainai. And a movie that I had never heard of, but I am fascinated by Delgo. Yeah, you oh. never heard of Delgo with Freddie Prince Jr. No. Wow. Yeah, it's after really just, bad. After just seven days, Delgo was pulled from theaters, and the film wound up grossing just six hundred ninety-four thousand dollars. Yeah. With its performance being so bad that it never scored an international theatrical release. It's a for sure future <laughs> contender. We got to do it when it cost forty million dollars. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a horrendously uh, <laughs> a, a, a bad flop. So my father not only bought me. Rock, he bought me Rockadoodle, which is one of the biggest flops ever. He bought me an edited version of Saint Anger by Metallica for my birthday. <laughs> it's just showing he has amazing taste. You know? Yeah. Everybody everybody has their flaws. Your dad's a cock of the walk. He's he he's got it. It did cost eighteen million. It was a flop. It probably made a lot back on uh, VHS sales. This probably had a, quite the life on VHS. So. I know a lot of people that had this on VHS, so I think it probably made a lot. A lot of, of people back. were into this. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of kids probably won't. It was. It's a good movie to throw on. When I bring up rock, rock Doodle, a lot of people have a a, a recollection yeah, of it, like yeah. a sense. So how does yeah. it? So I got to ask you, then, Nick. How does it feel to be on the odd man out of this one? Feels weird to be honest because yeah. I, I used you're to watch, rarely the odd man. I think it's because of Five Goes West really filled up my vision that mm. I just never I never moved past it really. Interesting, mm. but I've seen all the other ones: Pebble and the Penguin we had, Troll in Central Park we had, both American Tales we had, Six of Them we had. See, I never, never saw, saw Troll in Central Park. Troll never in Central Park, those. fucking awesome. It's never saw a, Pebble and the Penguin. Never saw Pebble and Penguin. Weird. Read the book. They're all really weird. <laughs> yeah, read the animated book though. Yeah. Mm. Trivia. Yeah, we got to get into this trivia because trivia. There's, there's a lot of darkness. There's, behind a, there's this a couple uh, weird trivia's here. There's some darkness. Well, it's the first Don Bluth and only one to uh, contain live action. Uh, they have the the kid is not animated for portions of this movie, and it is yeah. freaky. Yeah, it is freaky. <laughs> they did they overdubbed. Um, <laughs> the actress playing the mother because the mother was actually Irish, so they dubbed her with a with a voice actress to, to what? yeah to ADR it. Um, they uh, 
they the Don Bluth was inspired by uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so that's why he wanted to combine this uh, live action slash cartoon element and bringing live action into the cartoon world. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty wild, wild introduction. He gave it a shot, and then obviously the film bombed, and he never did it again. Yep. Uh, my favorite trivia was that the film originally included some darker elements, famous one being a deleted sequence from the kitchen where the Duke bakes a live baby skunk into a pie and then eats it. Oddly enough, according to Gary Goldman, I don't know why they wrote oddly enough, but the reason this was cut was not because of the content, but because Bluth Studio received a complaint from a Goldcrest marketing representatives that most cases of child abuse happen in the kitchen and involve baking instruments. Yeah, it's probably not a good move to include that, in, uh, <laughs> especially if the skunk has a voice of an eight-year-old. Like, it's probably not a good, uh, not a good move. I didn't see that in my VHS version, so I must have got the edited version of that because I don't remember that. Well, it was a deleted I, sequence, I don't deleted, that deleted scene. Well, deleted d- scene. yeah, maybe did I delete it later? No, or, probably yeah. deleted before it came. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty I wonder nuts. if it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, Such a big bomb that it um, it was part of a three-picture deal and then with UK-based Goldcrest Films. And then amid financial difficulties at Sullivan and Bluth, Goldcrest terminated the deal after this film. Yikes. <laughs> so this was the first, and then they just terminated it. The <laughs> I mean, this movie deal. started the second, off... The second. Um, this, this movie started off terribly. Don Bluth said in an interview uh, that our first problem occurred 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 at the start of the production of the live action bookend uh, elements where the story gets up set up and resolved uh, victor french was hired to direct the live action initially but just after he arrived to start the shoot he discovered he had pancreatic cancer and then 8 weeks later passed away what a disaster for him and our film <laughs> Oh yeah! Just, what do you do just, if you're the crew? Yeah, what a poor, disaster yeah. for him. R.I.P. Victor French. First and foremost, yeah. <laughs> yeah and second, it's just real. like this. That, that was your that was your first initial sign that this movie was destined for failure. It's cursed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the beginning. Unfortunate. Aside Unfortunate. from being over and underwritten. Yeah. Who else? Uh, who else directed this film besides uh, the legendary Don Bluth? Uh, uh, KJX. Gary Goldman and Dan Kunster. Dan Kunster, Dan Kunster, like Munster Cheese, or yeah, Dan know, Kunster. I didn't know that Gary Oldman directed animated movies. Gary before Goldman he, before Goldman. he started acting. Goldman. Oh, what? <laughs> Not Gary Oldman. Okay, different guy. Hey yo, what the fuck? <laughs> that makes more sense. Written by yeah. David N. Weiss. David, David N. Weiss, a prolific Weiss. animated uh, writer. Really? Yeah. Shrek 2, Jimmy Neutron, the Smurfs, Are We There Yet? And he wrote the Hanukkah Rugrats episode. I think that's his number one accolade. A legendary yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a legendary Who was episode. Jewish? Chucky? No, Tommy. Tommy. Oh, really? Oh, I don't remember. Eastern European. Pickles, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Was here. It, yeah, Hungarian. Right? Yeah, they, <laughs> Eastern they were, European. Yeah, they, they, oh, dude. Grandparents, very underrated characters. Yeah. 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 Uh, Stone Cold I'll tell you what you need to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, Play 52 pickup. <laughs> All right. Actors. Actors. Well, you alluded to him earlier, Steve. And I remember his voice vividly, Glenn Campbell, man. Yeah, the legend. Uh, R.I.P. to Glenn Campbell, uh, also known as Junior from Smokey and the Bandit in his acting days, and uh, obviously the voice of Chanticleer uh, and uh, country singer, country western superstar. Or is that narrator. Would, as everyone would say, Chanticleer, Chanticleer, Chanticleer. <laughs> we'll get into that. 
so annoying. There's legitimately, there's, I don't remember what exactly, there's like a commercial on the radio that like, it's like, it's not him obviously because he's been dead for a long time, but there's a Tool commercial or thing that has like the exact voice. And I was wondering, why I was like, what is it? And it was like, after watching this movie, I was like, that's where that was, why I was like, why had I heard that voice before? Interesting. He was, it was this guy going like, you need, guys need to get things done. You need to go get some tools. It was literally like, in that same voice. It was crazy. Um, huh. Yeah. The, the Shane, voice of Glenn Campbell? Yeah, it was Glenn Campbell does the Shane Company commercials. That's basically what Oh, he does? Whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So, and then second on the bill, Eddie Deason. <laughs> Eddie Deason, who's, uh, who is a famous voice. You'd know the voice if you heard it. Um, he's the big nerdy type voice. He was Snipes the Magpie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one that I recognize right off the bat. Steven, if you could play that link. Train, do you know what kind of train this is? Well, do ya? Uh, of course. It's a magic train. We're going to the North Pole. Yeah, I know it's a magic train. Actually, it's a Baldwin 284 S3 class Berkshire type steam locomotive. Built in 1931 as the Baldwin locomotive. Works. All aboard the Polar <laughs> Express, baby! That movie terrifies me to this day. <laughs> It's, Why? It's it's really disturbing with, it? their, with their mouth, how they move their mouth. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. never seen it. Is it really? Oh, I love the Polar Express. Huge Polar Express guy over here. <laughs> Art pass. <laughs> um, but his, his voice is the one that I recognize because I was like, that's the nerdy kid from Polar Express. Yeah, he's also <laughs> Mandark from Dexter's Life. That was Mandark. Mandark. <laughs> Bill Harris, narrator. Yeah, also Patu the Basset Hound, who kept mm. didn't know how to tie his shoes. <laughs> yeah, classic Basset Hound. Yeah, classic yeah. Basset Hound. I, you so, shouldn't give a Basset Hound shoes because they could trip on their ears all the time. Phil Harris, also a frequent collaborator with Don Bluth while he was at Disney, so he's a mm-hmm. big Disney guy, the voice of Baloo the Bear in the original Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's also O'Malley in the Aristocats. Oh, O'Malley? And he's, Speaking of Aristocats, that live action is going to be hot. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. This was Phil <laughs> Harris's last uh, uh, role as he retired after doing Rockadoodle. Um, wow, gee, what, I wonder what why. A, what a, <laughs> um, it's like retiring after a one in fifteen. And he was also <laughs> went to go live under a rockadoodle. He was also one other role that I can't look up right now. Oh, uh, Little John in Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, Phil. Phil is a one of my favorite voice actors of all time. Apparently, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even know. Speaking of uh, favorite voice actor of all time, who's next? <laughs> uh, well. well no, real quick. I rem- I remember now. It's like okay, it had to be this. Mo- I remember I really wanted a basset hound as a kid, and it must have been because of this movie. Had to have been. Had to have been. Had My best friend David Burris had a basset hound, and uh, basset hound smell. Named I'm Ro- just gonna <laughs> say that. Named named Rover, and Rover was a great dog. Rover was a really great dog. That's a great dog name. Oh, yeah. Period. Brother, this guy stinks. Don't you talk about Rover like that? Yeah. All right, rest in peace, Rover. Those dogs smell. Those dogs smell as bad as my dog. <laughs> no, he was the best dog ever. Uh, Rover, one of the all-time dogs. Well, you know, Oscar bait performance right here. Toby Ganger, Ganger <laughs> as Edmund. Toby Gengar as uh, <laughs> yeah, Edmund. Gengar. Yeah, he's evolved from a hunter. He's done. He's flu. I'm yeah. finished. I'm flu. Um, yeah, Edmund, uh, the cat who looked like Davy Crockett the entire film, um, who sounded uh, illiterate the entire film, and he was because he was probably four years old. Yep. Uh, the worst part of the, this movie is, is is Edmund. I'm convinced that this movie would have been good without this kid. 
Yeah. Or, yeah, or just an older kid. Yeah, yeah in the role. Different kid. kid. Yeah. Just do it differently. Yeah. He's one of the brothers. Sorry. That was chopping wood. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Toby, but you've ruined this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm convinced that they hired him for like the live action parts. Right. Because he did like that little dances and stuff at the end, and he like he, he actually had like a little bit of acrobatic ability. And you're like, oh, we we wanted a kid to act, but then you he didn't even this listen to how he sounds, and he was just like, oh, we have to listen to this guy the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> he sounded he sounded drunk all the time. <laughs> I came for the beer and the bitches. Anyway, who's the rest of the people in this movie? The great Christopher Plummer is the Grand Duke. I didn't know this until doing research about this film, but it was Christopher Plummer who played the Grand Duke. Like, it, like when you think about it, yeah, that sounds like Christopher Plummer, but this is also 30 years ago, mm-hmm. Christopher Plummer. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, man, man, what a great, what a great performance. That's why Christopher, that's why they pay uh, Plum the big bucks. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. R.I.P. to the legend. R.I.P. Yeah. to the ledge. Yeah. Sandy Duncan as Peepers. As Peepers. My favorite name for a character. Peepers. Yeah. Yeah. I love Peepers. Ellen Green as Goldie. Fine performance. Uh, Peepers was actually another distinctive voice, though. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll add in a clip of her talking yeah. after this. But yeah. I, her, hers was the only other voice that I like really recognized. Ellen Green? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what or, else she's or, in. No, Sandy. Oh, uh, Peepers? Peepers? I don't remember her. Peepers' from... voice is the one. Is she in? Uh, uh, is, she, is she on Recess? I wanted to say she was on Recess, but no. You know what? I think you might be right. That's definitely where that. I was like, well, where is this voice from? I don't know, Alex. You want you? Yeah. If, fact if only we that. had some sort of fact place. Hey, you guys got to glue my <laughs> wood together if I'm gonna do this. Like. You got to give me some foundation. Uh, I think I only know of one movie that you would know her from. No, yeah, yeah. Fox and the Hound. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But weird. Anyway, <laughs> uh, who else we got? And lastly, uh, Charles Nelson Riley is Hunch. He was he was actually the third voice that I recognized. <laughs> but Charles I think it was Nelson just, Riley. I think the way that he talked was more recognizable. Yeah. The nephew. Yeah. And like in his like his little bit being, you know, kind of like the stuttering uh, narrative. Well, little, yeah, a stuttering little fool. Yeah. yeah, who can't pronounce words right or yeah, can't and then right. says a different word when he can't pronounce the word yeah. after the third time. Which annihilation, which I find is like a pretty uh, enjoyable. Uh, yeah, that was a good little joke. That's good for joke. kids. Good yeah. little joke. For he children's. said that word funny. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. We're done. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> What's our movie plot, uh, Nick? In this animated film, Chanticleer. Chanticleer. Uh, Chanticleer. A barnyard rooster has convinced the other animals that his crowing makes the sun rise. Okay. So he convinced the other animal. I think that he's convinced as well. Yeah, he's convinced, and yeah. so he convinces the other animals. Yeah, yeah. When one day he forgets to crow, uh, okay, there was some other That's drama. There was some other yeah. drama involved <laughs> yeah. there, Rotten Tomatoes. And then the yeah. sun comes up anyway. The secret is out. He heads for the big city A in shame. A violent brawl. But as massive storms and dark clouds stop the sun from appearing, the farm animals get worried. So a mouse named Peepers and a kitten called Edmund lead a gang on the trip to find Chanticleer in the city. Much like this movie, this movie plot was feels rushed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whoever wrote this didn't really care to, to write this. That's kind of not what it was about either. No, I mean, no. It, it was about this, this kid who... It's like a quarter right. ...turns into a <laughs> cat caused by the, the great owl who is the one who banished... Yeah. Well, he got this evil rooster. What? 
That rooster never showed back up. No, that <laughs> eel rooster with the spurs. Yeah. Wow, them spur blades. That yeah, was what? A, a crazy it violent was like, sequence. It was like a greaser knife fight between yeah. roosters. I'm going to yeah. say that this movie started off good. Yeah. Yeah, the, Sun, with the intro Sun, song. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was in immediately. Sun Do Shine yeah. is a banger and mm-hmm. a very, very good song. Right. Uh, right. But then it just started falling apart immediately. I'm in, though, from the very beginning when Evil, evil Crow comes in or whatever... Causes the disruption, sends Chanticleer to the city, and I'm like, okay, we're going to follow Chanticleer to the city, and we're going to see him become, like, famous, and then miss his job on the farm, or, like, something's going to happen. And then they were just like, he's gone for, like... He's just gone. 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's just, like, the evil owl, Christopher Plummer, who kills it, but you can only carry a movie so much when when your protagonist is, like, a five-year-old talking. Yeah. It was hard to follow (laughs) this movie as a 32-year-old... I couldn't imagine. Like, I don't know how kids will follow. You just follow you this didn't movie. you didn't follow uh, the storyline. Yeah, you, you just, just you just it. did the visuals and then yeah. the songs and then uh, mm-hmm. the action sequences mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we but this is a note that we should have mentioned in the trivia sequence. The original cut of this movie didn't have a narrator. So the, the, a movie without a narrator, this movie without a narrator would be unwatchable. I would, yeah, I would not know <laughs> so what the fuck. God is bless, going on. God yeah. bless, uh, Mr. Harris, right? Yeah, for for narrating this film yeah. and paying him extra to do that because yeah, that was very necessary. Okay, so. They had to call him out of retire. He probably already retired. Come back and post. I yeah. did my Bazadon voice. What else more do you want yeah. from me? He's like double my paycheck. But he, uh, I would say, right now this movie's on Tubi. It's only 77 minutes long. Yeah. That's like barely more than an episode of TV. The commercials make it an hour and a half, though. It's barely, barely longer than uh, watching a TV show. Maybe, maybe watch a little Rockadoodle again and come back and uh, you can. That's what I did. You'll know what we're talking about. But. Right. Are you for real uh, for this one? Let's make a scene with Are You For Real at this moment because this, the live action sequence of, of bringing him into the animated world is is pretty uh, it's pretty insane. Yeah, it's a pretty insane yes. scene. Can we yeah. just can we just mention okay. that? Yeah. So right after the part, the scene that I actually described, it cuts to a child in bed being read a story, and it's live action. And I was like, oh my god, I did not expect this. Right. So it's mom, and then husband comes in. It's like there's a huge storm of brewing. Classic a storm of brewing situation. Love a storm of brewing. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. We got to talk about the storm sequence. <laughs> there's a storm yeah. of brewing, and uh, so she's like, "Get the brothers. We're gonna we're gonna box up some stuff. What do you do on the farm, Stephen? When uh, storms are brewing, you got to sandbag everything. Sandbag everything. Yeah, you got to sandbag, sandbag everything. You got to move the animals to higher ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Don't worry about the are, chickens. They are worried about the animals. Yeah, don't worry about the birds. They'll take care away. of themselves. Yeah. The youngest kid, Edmund, uh, is not allowed, so he stays in bed and he starts reading the book. And then, that's when his like window blows open and the great owl comes in and turns him into a cat. Yeah, turns him into a cat. But and they're like mixing so. At first, the owl's animated, and then he blows like this magic dust. He has magic breath. breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got magic breath, and he blows the magic breath onto uh, onto the boy who turns into an animated boy, and then a cat. Yeah, no, it turns into a cat. Just a cat immediately. Yeah, yeah, immediately transforms into a cat. He has a seizure first, <laughs> and then he turns into a cat. Yeah, yeah, which is. Good, which is pretty good, and even re- but not him not realizing he's a cat until like three minutes after the fact. Well, that's not pretty. That's good. when he says the most iconic line of the movie for a certain demographic of people, uh, because the kid's speech problem makes it sound like he says, "Jeepers, I'm a furry." Yeah, 
And so the furry community really latched onto that, and they uh, they have used that line they for have themselves. Sex to that scene. The the well, line the yeah. line was I'm all furry, but the way that the kid talks <laughs> makes it sound I'm like Jeepers, furry. I'm a furry. I'm a furry. And uh, so I'm shout furry. out to the furry community if you're listening to this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, we have of, at least one. Speaking of which, uh, are you for real moment? This movie is extremely horny. It's an extremely <laughs> horny movie for an extremely horny audience. I didn't realize this until watching the movie, especially the sequence. The, the love sequence where they're drinking a transparent liquid of King Cola, but it, that was originally wine uh, <laughs> that they uh, had to cut to make it a G rating. They really so. pissed off that mobster rhino when they spilled that wine. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was an issue. That was an issue. Why did they all have to dress up as penguins to get into the, I don't into know. the party? I, I, have I no think idea. it's a joke about tuxedos. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you got to wear a tuxedo yeah. and everybody dresses as a penguin. Yeah, that's, that's, I didn't, I definitely did not get that as a kid. So assuming that, that all the all the animals are just thinking, talking creatures, they're just wearing the skin of another animal, mm-hmm. basically. It's like okay, when you so realize, it's like when Steven reminded us yesterday that you, when you realize that, oh, they eat Pokemon. In Pokemon, there's no way they don't eat them too. I'll get you, bitch. Yeah. Can you eat Pokemon? Dude, they... they eat Magikarp all fucking day. Oh yeah, you get Magikarp are fucking useless. You can totally eat Magikarp, but yeah, like dude, some dude. of them, would you want to eat like an electrical one? I don't know, it could shock you. Or like something, an Electrobuzz. Right? Yeah, like, in, like you know, Carnitas. Electrobuzz. You definitely Carnitas. can't eat a Voltorb because that would no. that wouldn't. You couldn't chew, eat a Porygon. Chew very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, well, I guess you. a Porygon could turn to whatever you want to eat. I don't know. I don't know. I, all I know is that Pidgeys would be way more annoying in, in real life. Pidgeys just, would probably would taste pretty everywhere. gamey. They'd be everywhere. Pidgeys yeah. would taste pretty gamey. It'd be like getting a Pidgey. <laughs> We're saying naughty things because they're not true. Especially now. Okay. Uh, horny, though. Horny, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this Dude, absolutely. First, first scene of this movie, though, just as someone who lives in drought-stricken California. Why are they shooing away the rain? They need the rain for the crop. Uh, sometimes you need, maybe it was one of those days where they needed sunlight. Uh yeah, sometimes you need both. Yeah. Actually not even sometimes, but especially all if the you time in like Kansas both. or Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> They're not living in California <laughs> all the time. Iowa? Yeah. Nevada. This this, this is definitely a uh a Midwestern definitely, it's a flyover yeah. state movie. Yeah, it's a flyover state movie. Maybe that's maybe in my uh in my California yeah, coast. Too wrapped up in this leftist yeah, west maybe, maybe my, culture. My parents were too liberal. My parents were too liberal. They engaged with Rockadoodle. That's probably what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, your parents. We don't like, like that. We don't like that Elvis. Garbage. That Elvis stuff. Yeah. He's shaking they them down. Yeah, I was gonna say, they don't like, he's shaking his hips too. They don't much. like the way he's gyrating. <laughs> They're very yeah. Grand Duke in that style. They're like Grand yeah. Duke hated rock and roll. So there you go. Yeah, the Grand Duke was just like, I like it cold and damp because I'm an owl. I get that. I yeah, totally get that. The, he's born to like organ music. Yeah, That's like he's one of those. Yeah, especially when when a movie uh, shows uh, the antagonist way more than the protagonist, like three to one. Yeah, ratio. Grand Duke yeah. was a good villain, but also didn't make a lick of sense. Yeah. Like anything, he he had no idea what he was doing the they whole time. He just wanted darkness <laughs> he the whole time. Yeah, he all he had was just chaos, and he was like, "Let's go." They definitely recycled. The Secret of Nim Owl, too. Like, he looked a lot like the Secret of Nim Owl. Like, as far they changed around a little bit, but he had the same eyebrows, like everything. Yeah. Well, that brings up my my biggest are you for real is that Chanticleer is like not even the main character of this movie. No, no, (laughs) stupid Edmund. He's hardly in it. Yeah. He's only in the middle and the end, and he's and he's not even active in uh, in the middle part. And he's concussed in the last ha- third yeah, of the, the movie. Yeah, he's like <laughs> asleep, and they have to drag his little body around yeah. everywhere. You know yeah. what's a way better version of this movie? Coco. 
Kinda. When you think about it. Goes and just looks for his idol. Suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loose the stretch. There might be a Loose. little bit. There might be a little bit there, but I was stretch. thinking of Co like Coco is a way better version of this. <laughs> yeah, Coco is a way. Yeah. Okay, maybe don't watch Rocket. You don't just watch Coco again. Yeah, Rock or Coco. <laughs> that, could, that could be a, yeah. that could be a good uh, a good thing. Yeah, it just the the argue for it's just how disjointed the entire story and plot was. Like I really had a hard time paying attention just because I was like, okay, who's this? Why why should I care? Like that? Yeah. Yeah. But then, then then a song would come and reel me back in. With, like, oh, with that the, this, yeah. the, that was the other thing that killed me is the music was good, but they only played good. 30 seconds of every song. And then it right. was just like anti-Disney. Either somebody would talk over it or somebody would do something else like yeah. and take away from it or it would just stop all of a sudden. And I'm just like, play the jams. Like, <laughs> I would love to hear this rooster song like, all the time. It's like the guy at the party that's not... That's always skip. Like he's only like thirty seconds of a song play, and then he keeps skipping the song. Like, yeah, let yeah. the song play. <laughs> you got Glenn Campbell. Like let let Glenn cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me give me all the voice. Give me the full song. Like you did it at the beginning, which is great. And that's what people want to see. Sun do shine plays like almost. You don't have the to play them all. Yeah. Don't have to play them all thirty set like full. Just play it, some it like thirty like, seconds. Yeah, play like some. It's a nice thing. It's always a. It's a nice. Film device to segue into another scene. A, a minute and a half. Yeah. All we want yeah. is a minute and a half. Yeah. 90 seconds. Of Just give glory. us 90 seconds of music and get us invested in this yeah. character. And there, I didn't care about him at all for any part of the movie. <laughs> and then the, when the narrator was like, she didn't expect to fall in love. Speaking of uh, horny, hot, the, the pheasant. Yeah, Goldie. Goldie. Um, hot pheasant. Hot pheasant alert. Right. Sound the alarms. Their version of uh, their version of Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, their version of Jessica Rabbit. She same exact eye. Apparently like, had a way more hornier look that uh, that Goldman <laughs> told uh, Bluth to tone down, <laughs> like complete with fishnets and a way more bustier breast. Apparently. So yeah, there is the person who designed Jessica Rabbit to blame for the horniest cartoons of all time. Not at in all. The 90s. Not at all. No, not at all. You got to blame heavy, heavy metal for that. Mm. It goes all the way back. All the way back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else was good? I mean, we talked about the music. We talked about the score. You, you like the animation? Alex. I felt the rotoscoping was out of out of out of place. I thought it was just really. It was really beautiful to look at. So I thought it was just. Really, I've always liked Don Bluth's style of animation. I, I think that's another reason why this movie has stayed with me is because it was so visually stunning. At mm. least for you know watching it on a on an old TV on VHS at the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Now watching it on like modern HD TV, maybe it's not quite, but I remember being mystified by it as Interesting. a kid. I like yeah. that it is a style of animation that you d immediately recognize as like Don Bluth. Mm, You're right. like, that's cool. Um, so we all are in agreement of who didn't work in this film, uh, but who, who worked for you, uh, Alex, in this film? Oh, definitely Christopher Plummer. The Grand Duke. You thought it was the Grand Duke? Yeah, yeah, I'm in agreement too. Like you couldn't beat Christopher Plummer away from this away from this role. He was he sounded indistinguishable. His singing was great. Mm -hmm. Good songs. His, uh, his, his two songs that he sang. His two, two songs, songs were great. But then, when my back is turned, what four-legged, flea-bitten louse comes sneaking through the window that has the nerve to bite me on the leg? Tattoo. Yes. Destroy the farm, destroy the cat, the dog, or do you want the chicken back? Oh, we hate the sun. The answer's no. And it'll make my leg feel so much better. If that rooster never close. 
Good his comedy was great. The slapstickiness of his character was great. Um, I like that he yeah. was he was kind of crazy and like kooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's fun kooky, yeah. but like also menacing. Yeah. I was a little scared of him. All the tonal changes were very, very I was nice. like, he is going to eat these guys. He's going to eat them chicks. He's not worried about it. He's yeah. going to eat these eat chicks. Eat the shit out of them chicks. Yeah. <laughs> little nuggets. I definitely thought somebody was going to get eaten. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, Papers was great, too. They're looking for Chanticleer. Well, he's in the city, isn't he? <gasps> then he's in the city. Girls, they think they know everything. Why don't you run home, be a mouse wife, make cheese? Nice. You think you're so superior. Superior. Nice list. My list. Isolates and elevates me and makes me a rare specimen. Yeah, what do you think? Peepers. You like Peepers the best? Peepers was great. Yeah, Peepers reminded me of, uh, well, you haven't seen it, Thumbelina, like the the mouse the mouse mom and Thumbelina, Shrew maybe, a Shrew. Shrew, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but Peepers good. Peepers kept the story together. You liked her. Uh, Snipes also, What I don't know why his name was, I guess he is a Snipe actually, maybe. Magpie. It's yeah. Magpie, yeah. Magpies suck. Aren't magpies? Don't yeah, they? what a terrible character. Like I, I remember don't magpies being, eat other animals too. They're like woodpeckers, they, but worse. Um, magpies steal eggs. They eat other eggs. I think right? They eat other eggs. Um, here's the here's the deal, man. I remember being a child and and being mad at Snipes for uh, poking holes in the tre- in the chest during the during the water pipe scene. It's like you're gonna kill everybody by doing that, <laughs> and I'm like yelling at the screen at five years old, just like, why are you doing that? It's Snipes. <laughs> And your grandparents are just like oh him yeah, just yeah. yelling at the TV. It's perfectly yeah. fine. Magpies one of them do that. Magpies one of the few non-mammal species able to recognize itself in a mirror. So there you go. So it's dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> uh, what else, anything else good for you, Steve? Or I mean, uh, anybody else work for you? Just no. That's it. That's really it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Campbell did okay, but he wasn't in the film enough to for me to yeah. judge. Whatever. Uh, and now it's time for one of our one of our favorite segments, Friends or to Foe. That is, we replace a, a character or or uh, an, an actor with uh, either Willem Dafoe or characters from Friends. Uh, I chose Willem Dafoe this time. I'm replacing Pinky, the manager, with Willem Dafoe. That's fine. I mean, uh, Pinky was a, okay, it's a small like, small role, wacky. but I think that uh, I think it, he could make it even better. make it better, make it larger, a yeah. bigger role yeah. for sure. Uh, I chose uh, to change out Goldie with uh, Rachel, so the voice of Jennifer Aniston as a uh, good as, idea, uh, really good idea. Goldie. Especially at the time, that would have been a huge hit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, most definitely. This is fresh off her um, hot role in Leprechaun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to the uh, previous episode, Leprechaun. Pearl Harbor. I chose Phoebe as Peepers, dude. <laughs> I think she would be great as Peepers. She, uh, Lisa Kudrow, good as a yeah. frantic character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lisa Kudrow would make this film better in general. Playing any role, playing any role. Uh, make it fresh. I'm saying you make it an Elvis biopic. Cut out Edmund, or maybe leave in Edmund, uh, but don't make him a voice that you can't understand. Yeah, I think we can all universally agree that's like either remove you, or tone yeah, down. Yeah, you you add ten add ten minutes to the movie. Yep. And then, uh, so you still keep it like a tight 87. 87 is good. More maybe, character Maybe 85. Yeah. I more need character to, I need, development. I need to know more about the king, more about his life as a, as a superstar. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to just go around from shantytown to shantytown, like following these adventures, you know? Take, take me straight to the city. They discover he's famous. Then you spend a little bit of time with him. Then you convince him to go back to the farm. It's not that complicated. Instead, they're like, He's like down below, and they're dealing with like all these like 
distances and stuff. They're like making it like they're like, you can keep yelling for him. And then you're, he was just like yelling Chanticleer. And then you could kind of hear it. And I was just like, what is the point of this scene? It's like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> Literally. Unbelievable. I was just like, what the fuck? God yeah. damn it. Nick sounds like he really actually did. Nick, you're rarely like in the camp of like, I really didn't enjoy this movie. I thought it all. was fine. I, I, did have a fine time with it. I just thought it could have been so much better. It could have been really good, actually. Like, if this was made now by, sadly, like, by Disney, it would have been, it probably could have been Honestly, good. Because they would have developed the songs better. They, um, would have, yeah. they would have made it around the songs in, like, a Rooster Elvis movie. Yeah. Sounds fucking cool. Yeah, no, no, 100%. I think this is one of the few Don Bluth movies that I think Disney could have totally made better. Just missed the mark. Yeah, missed the yeah. mark uh, yeah. in a considerable manner. It's too short and rushed. You gotta, Fair enough. I would make it even closer maybe to an hour 40. I know you guys yeah. are not, like, a... Boo! No, no I'm... <laughs> No, with good reason. Yeah, you can, like you can you make need it along to de- with good they reason. Need, sure. They desperately needed to develop the character and also build the city yeah. plot yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. The end the, was, and the ending was weird at this point. Yeah. He, weird. He, he, they all drown, but then he shoots from the sky into the sun. Yeah. He just yeah. realized he could fucking. Yeah, circles the yeah. sun. Yeah, so he did bring the sun up, though. We didn't really get to the bottom of that either. Like, was it all just a coincidence? Love the space shot of from I love the from space. <laughs> no, he <laughs> helps. Sun. I think yeah. the thing is that he helps. Like, the sun's gonna do it, but there's gonna there's gonna be dark dark forces behind the sun <laughs> trying to block the sun, yeah. and so he's gonna crow to keep them dark forces away. <laughs> And let them Sunday. Well, well, and then the uh, class, you know, the, on the owl, you know, representing night and the darkness. I have the way to really fix this movie. At the very end, uh, instead of the kid waking up to his mom w- shaking him, it just shows him him dead <laughs> from pneumonia. <laughs> no, <or laughs> that just, was his like last fever dream. His DMT dream. No, <laughs> yeah. just waking up on a piece of plywood. That was like his. <laughs> that was like his fifteen minutes before <laughs> him floating. Like uh, no, yeah, like you got a point there, Alex. It should be like the end of uh, Oh Brother Where Art There. Yeah. He's just floating on a roll top desk or something down the. Down That's the, river. the you know they're a family in the valley that gets flooded in Oh Brother Where Art <laughs> yeah, There. That's definitely yeah the rare Don Bluth Coen Brothers crossover yeah. movie. Yeah. Damn. We're in a tight spot. <laughs> Speaking of t- uh, tight spots, it's now time for one of our favorite games. Uh, it's not a top five, but it is the real, real, real rotten draft. Love it. Yeah, we Love haven't it. done. Uh, it's been a long time since we've done a draft. Been a long time for that rock and roll. Uh, we're doing a non-Disney animated draft. We're gonna come up with the order right now. Okay. Uh, the way to do that. I think we all do rock, paper, scissors. Odd man out gets choose the order. How about that? Okay. So three uh, sh- chooses one and two? Yeah. So shout out to or whoever whoever the odd man out is, they get to choose whether they want to go first, second, or third. Okay. Okay. So. Odd man out. Whatever. So shout out so to rock, first, paper, scissors first go, shout right? out to, uh, to uh, all fantasy everything. Great podcast. Great podcast. They draft all the uh, all these stuff and they usually do rock, paper, scissors. And old man the three, they do a draft. All yeah. A lot, of, a lot of drafting podcasts nowadays. So uh, shouts to all them. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, rock, paper, scissors, go, right? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, go. So, Alex is the odd man out, so he gets to choose the draft order. I'll go first. Nick will go second. Steven will go second. Oh, big surprise there. Oh, Steven's on the hot seat, the hot spot. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be, um, this is going to be bad. It's going to be a snake. It's a snake draft, so you get uh, you get double pick. 
So we're picking movies, right? We're not picking characters. We're picking movies. movies. Picking movies. And, we yeah, will discuss and, uh, eligibility as it comes up, well, whether it comes just, up. Just something to establish. No, there's going to be no CGI, computer animated, no anime. No anime. And no claymation. No claymation. So this is strictly 2D... 2D hand drawn. This is uh, this is for the '90s kids, we should mm-hmm. say. Uh, Millennials. Looking looking at the, I was looking at the top box office of all time. You know how many 2D animated movies are in the top 100 highest grossing animated movies of all time? Six. Two. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, Lion King is like by far yeah. the highest. But you know what the number one all time highest grossing animated movie is? American Tale. No. Lion King, the remake. Wow. What? 1.6 billion. The CGI, the CGI Beyonce one? <laughs> yeah, what? Wow. I was like shocked. I I mean, it's not counting inflation, but still. And now it's time. And with the first pick in the real rotten draft of non-Disney animated movies, Alex chooses. This is really tough. It's really tough. That's a yeah. pretty uh, mm-hmm. the list. Is it I have I have a I have a list of fifteen. There's fifteen movies that I would be fine with. Being no, hundred percent. Yeah, no. I'm. I'm it's just I just don't know what you guys are into, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure. First pick, all dog goes to heaven. That's your first. That's pick? That's your all time first pick. Please, please talk about it. <laughs> all dogs. Talk about it, man. Love all dogs. Yeah. Let me let me know. Let me let me hear you because that's an interesting pick. I wouldn't think that that would be anybody's first pick, but then again, I do know a few people that really, really, really enjoy that movie. That both movies too. I would say it's arguably one of the best, if not the best, Don Bluth movies. Okay. Um, just really left a mark on me, man. Just as far as like an incredible cast. When you look at uh, Burt Reynolds as the voice of the main dog, the German Shepherd. Um, that's yeah, pretty wild. That's classic. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I, it just really left a mark on me. And I talked to a lot, a lot of people I talk to now. Like I talked to actually somebody last weekend about it, and she was saying that I couldn't watch that movie because she has a dog. She said I couldn't watch that. I would just cry the whole time. Yeah. Because they've had several dogs since watching that movie and just the whole co- it's a great just a great concept for kids mm-hmm. i really think it's, it's a really re- it's one of the best animated movies period it's a it goes up against it goes up it can go up against any disney movie in my interesting in my okay yeah. all dogs is a it's a great movie uh one that a lot of people probably even think is a disney movie it's so good exactly right mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah, I, I I totally agree. Uh, Nick, what's your what's your number one? Wow, I didn't I didn't expect that. I yeah, was, I was hoping, that curveball. Uh, yeah, I didn't know it, what he was going to take off the board. Um, I I'm choosing be- between like three or four of them. That's what I I was choosing between. Yeah, three. so I I'm. I but it's couple, also about it's a draft, right? Yeah, so it's so like I, I want to get the. Uh, it's yeah. like that's the one I absolutely had to have. Okay, so, it's so like I, mean, I get that. There <laughs> uh, oh, we go. I got a cu- I got I got a few now. Yeah. Man, do I, I? So I could go with all ones. I'm, but I, I'm trying to win. I'm in. I'm in this to win this. And I'm going to choose the best ones. Not maybe particularly my all, Your all-time favorite. Not yeah. maybe not my top five favorites. Uh, yeah. If we were doing a top five, it would be different. But so I'm going to choose second pick over. I'm going to go Iron Giant. God bless you. I got to get was, it. That, it was God bless you. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take that off the board. Yeah, it that's just, fair. It, it just seems like uh, it, it's an all-time movie. It uh, is one of the first. Like unanimous, like everybody loves this movie mm-hmm. to me growing up. Uh, and you would watch, it's one that you would watch in class all the time in like a really fun way, <laughs> or they would be like, 
Let's put on the Iron Giant again. First movie. And Vin I, Diesel. Yeah, uh, Vin Diesel. First movie <laughs> I can remember that, inc- that incorporated CGI lightly into it. Was, it, it did it in a tasteful way. It wasn't distracting yeah, yeah, yeah. from the animation, the traditional animation. It's yeah, just, my yeah. favorite part is when the Iron Giant looks at that kid and he's just like, family, forever. <laughs> 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 and then, and then that's when Fast and Furious was born. <laughs> you tell me, yeah. oh, there's a couple of riders from Fast and Furious from Iron Giant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's my uh, that's my first pick. Second pick overall, Stephen. Uh, your third and your fo- the third and the fourth pick. Your first two picks. You know, based on of uh, based off KJax's logic, I'm surprised he didn't pick this uh, number one overall. And and honestly, Nick, based off the emotions, I'm surprised you didn't pick this overall. But this is a must have for either one of us to have as a number one pick. I got to go with the Land Before Time. Yeah, that is Don Bluth. That was it was between a unanimous mm-hmm. unanimous uh, Don Bluth best best film. Um, it defined a lot of uh, uh, kids uh, a kids. Uh, cinematic childhoods um, experiences. It's good, good movie, good movie. It's the, it's the goat. It's the goat. It's the goat of uh, Don Bluth films. It's the goat of dinosaur animated dinosaur it's, films. That's his. That's his first one, right? The one that he, the first one the he first did split? on his own. I think, or was that Nim? It might have been Nim. I don't remember. Or it might have been American Tale. I don't remember. Honestly. No, it was not American Tale. No, okay. Uh, even as a hit, biggest hit, this even, is right before American yeah. Tale. I don't know about that much. Even as a kid, I fucking hated Ducky. Like she was the most annoying fucking. Oh no! It was, yep, yep, yep. It was post American Tale. It was yeah. uh, Nim and then eighty seven. I think was Lamb Before Nim, Time. Nim American Tale and then Lamb Before Time. Yeah, and then it was All Dogs Go to Heaven and then yeah. Rock a Doodle. Yeah. Why so is it the first, leading? First four off the top were great. Can you fix that? It's I don't know why that's doing that. Yeah. Why is it deleting? Yeah. Just because you have to have something in the spot. Oh, is that why? But why yeah. do I only have four spots? That's what I, I accidentally know. deleted it. So. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay. Just it's fine. Edit all that out, Kyle. It's fine. My number two uh, choice is is an easy choice for me. I don't know if it's an easy choice for any of you two gents. I'm taking him off the table right now. He is uh, the wonder dog in my and and based off a true story. That's right. I'm choosing Balto. Number two. Ah, yeah. damn it. Good pick. <laughs> Good pick. Yeah. Ah, I thought I might be able to get Balto on the turn. Sorry. Nope. It's a me. It's ba- Balto. What's your history? What's your Balto history? Balto was the number one movie that that my family would unanimously choose to watch because we all enjoyed it. We love the live action sequence uh, that happens after the fact and finding out that the Balto statue is an actual statue and I visited it <laughs> yeah. and I got a picture of him <laughs> of me standing next to the Balto statue. Um, yeah, it's a it's a special place in my heart. It's a special movie. It's a special theme. I still haven't watched the Willem Dafoe um, uh, true story film that's based off of Balto oh, really? because Balto in in real life is the second yeah. dog that mm-hmm. that was the major carrier. The mm-hmm. first sled dog died halfway through, but he was like the tougher dog apparently. Balto was or the other one that died? The first one. I forget his name. He's got like a. Real, oh man, why didn't they, they add that in? Because Balto's the one that survived. Balto, good story though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the movies that I rewatching a lot of these like. Movies, I didn't remember any. I watched a few. I didn't remember the plots at all. But I could tell you, like, pretty closely what the plot of Balto had some amazing Balto animation, was. too. I remember yeah. that was a very stu- visually stunning Great movie. rotoscoping. Okay. Uh, good pick. Good number pick, two good there, pick, buddy good boy. Pick. Um, I know. It's just where I'm going to go with it. Uh, the, I have a few that I, I know I can maybe wait on, but there's... Maybe I'm going to go heart with number two. I'm going to go heart number two pick. Actually, no, I'm, I'm going to go different. I'm going to take one that you guys would, would choose. 
Something off your guys' part. South Park, big longer. Ah, oh, you bastard. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Taking the South Park movie. Fair enough. All right. You Second pick. Uh, the first. Fuck, shut your fucking face, Nick. <laughs> uh, shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. Uh, one of the Fuck leg- up. one of maybe one of the most legendary uh, animated mm-hmm. movies of all time. Oscar nominated. Yeah. So, and just and a good movie. Yeah, it's a good no, movie. Good movie. Okay. Great movie. Totally good movie. Everything South Park's right. Yeah, so pretty good. That's my uh, that's my second pick. I, I I was wondering if you guys even had it on your boards, and I did. Alex definitely would have because that's that's his style. So maybe that's, I thought you were going to go that one first overall. No, oh, definitely not. Well, I thought I was going to be able to sneak that in the third round or some <laughs> shit. All mm-hmm. right, okay. So I got two picks. What was the bad dog's name in Balto? I should know. That. I just I watched. Uh, I've been watching some TikToks of like the because mm. I did a ride just started. Uh, while we're recording this. Oh, did it? Mm. I mean, Kevin Bacon has the voice of Balto. Oh, uh, yeah, K-Bake. <laughs> Bob Hoskins as the Snow Goose. Yep. Phil Collins as as the pair of polar bears. <laughs> uh, Jim Phil Cummings as Steel, uh, who bullies Steel. Balto. Steel, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brenda Fraser was originally cast to play Steel before being replaced by oh, Cummings. Who, who's the girl dog? Another hot dog. <laughs> uh, Bridget Fonda. Oh, Ooh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Alex. I think, okay, so with my second pick, I think I'm going to go. Got to do it. Fern Gully. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Fern Gully, legendary movie. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the actual. A movie that Avatar was based off of. Who would have knew? <laughs> yeah, Tim Tim Speaking Curry was Ava- the f- Avatar two. Can't wait. Let's go. Yeah. How many days now? How Let's many days go. now? How many days? Now? Yeah, we're getting closer and closer. Uh-huh. Avatar watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Tim Curry was the shit in that movie. Has pollution. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, yeah, uh, Jesse cited Ferngoli as her number one overall mm. pick. Oh, wow. Uh, maybe the one that formed her as a person. Wow. So, and then on the wraparound with my third pick, I'm going to go Anastasia. Anastasia. Ah, Anastasia. I wanted Anastasia. You know it? Well, you can't have her. That was going to be my uh, That was going to be my next pick. Instead, I'll have to go a different direction. Uh, I'm going to go the direction I'm going to choose is southwest. Wow. Uh, I'm going Road to El Dorado. Wow. Nice. I was, I was considering Choosing that my too. guys, Tulio and Miguel. Uh, I remember the... Just I just lo- remember the song. I just love that Dorado. movie. I just I love remember the I remember it's, the blowjob. It's, it's all an Elton John... It's an all Elton John soundtrack. El <laughs> that's, a one, that's another one of those ones you think is Disney and it's not. Yeah, it's yeah, so good. Most definitely Just not. really good. Yeah, 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 blowjob scene. Yeah, yeah that weird blowjob scene, which <laughs> yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Teaches you about no, uh, land. <laughs> we'll post that on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a classic. Uh, taught me how to play dice. That movie taught me how to play dice. Wow. <laughs> um, my number three film will have to be. Give me two seconds here as I think about Triplets it. Triplets of Belleville? Wow. Yeah, what a good, good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Good I'm, pick. I'm leaning towards that. I'm leaning <laughs> towards that sort of theme. But I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> um, you know, I have a list of like five that um, you think I'd pick. I, no, that no, that I thought were good until like I really thought about them, and then like or on the rewatch were not very good. Yeah, Thumbelina being one of those. Oh my god! Oh yeah! I, I mean, I'm just gonna have it's to like, go ahead and take this off the table too, just because it has my all time. Uh, um, 
uh, gluttony scene uh, of uh, in history. I'm choosing Charlotte's Web because yeah. of Templeton. They're at the fair Hell sequence yeah. alone. <laughs> Half, the fair is a fairable smorgasbord, orgasbord, orgasbord, for sure. Yes, it's okay. Charlotte's Web. Okay, yeah, by yeah, a yeah. Long shot. Good, good, good. Yeah, um, and then uh, I'm going to wrap that around with my number four pick. Um, it's my it's the one I remember the most as a child. It's a real toss up between the two, but I'm gonna have to choose. Um, I'm gonna have to choose Lord of the Rings, the mm. 1970s animated uh, uh, movie. Mm. So I, I'm 70s deep in my three and four spots. To be fair, to be clear, not the Hobbit, <laughs> not the Hobbit, no, not the, no, Hobbit. Not okay. the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Hobbit was weird. <laughs> Hobbit was weird. It's I don't I remember watching that a lot too, but Lord of the Rings yeah. I remember the most. The Hobbit yeah. one I remember more than the Lord of the Rings one. Yeah. yeah. It's just a yeah, it's it's a toss up. It was honestly that a toss up. That was a that was on my list of uh of possibles too. Um, well, now you gotta pick something that's not possible. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm pretty stuck. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> I haven't gone any Don Bluth yet. No, you haven't. Um, oh, don't do it. So I got to go one Don Bluth, at least. Don't you do it, Nick. And now uh, I was hoping one of you guys would take take the other one off the board so I, I could just choose the other one. But oh. just do it. Just do it. Or just do it. It needs to be drafted. Yeah, yeah I'm going to choose a five. I'm going to choose five movie. It's just which one. Which mouse movie do I want, actually? Uh, which mouse movie do I want? Oh, Ragadoodle. <laughs> oh, great mouse detective. Wait. I, would, I would choose Secrets of Nim, but I'm not going to. Good. I, I'm going to go Good. Go with my heart. The one that I've... The Don Bluth movie I've seen more than any other movie, American Tale, Five Goes West. Okay. I, I just uh, didn't really have a choice. I did rewatch uh, An American Tale, though. Uh, the original. Yeah, and Great. Good, great, yeah, very good. How crazy is that fucking like float rat thing at the end? Oh yeah, so <laughs> cool. And then yeah. uh, <laughs> a lot of shenanigans in that movie. They that's another movie where they cram a ton into it, but it yeah. all, but in a but way, it works in a way that makes sense and that like flows. It's not really disjoint. Well, so. It's not disjoint. And it's like eighty eight minutes. It's Spielberg like, it's like was involved in that one, so Sp- that's Spielberg's, why it's why Spielberg uh, yeah. produced it. Yeah, yeah it, was, so. it was his first foray into yeah. uh, animation. Right. And the whole Moskowitz thing when, yeah. when the scene in Russia when they're oh or, it's about Jews so of course Spielberg's gonna get involved yeah, yeah the yeah. scene where before they get on the boat to leave yeah. it was like it's like these it's first like the Russian Revolution is happening right yeah. but then not only are there like people like actual revolutionaries burning down houses and stuff there's like Russian cats coming and eating up all the mice everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're all wearing those like hats. Those, fur, those fur hats. <laughs> the, the Russian hats with <laughs> yeah, the flaps. Yeah, all of the all of the cats are wearing those. I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah, cat. And, they're cats and hats. And dude. they had the song that I misremembered. Uh, there was no cats in America because mm. I thought it was to the tune of Stephen Sondheim's America from West Side Story. Like there are no cats in America, but it's <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite that. It, okay. But still a good movie. Still a good movie. But I'm choosing Five Goes West because it uh, it resonated with me more. And the lazy eye, and then <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, there, bud. You want to intimidate someone? Give them the lazy eye. Oh, gee, I'm afraid to ask. Okay, what's the lazy eye? The lazy eye. <laughs> okay, uh, Alex, Alex, yeah, let's, let's right. finish your list. 
But okay, so with my fourth pick, so mm, uh, fourth and your last. Pick. I know yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm, I gotta pick two of three. I have three I want to take, but I gotta wow. pick two of them. Well, start the clock. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> The reason they call it the cement boat is because it's a boat and it's made entirely out of cement. Is that is that the clock for it to pick? Is, is that drop? Yeah, I'm playing yeah. all the Hillhauser drops and that's as much time as I can. <laughs> okay. Man, I have like five other movies I would... I'm gonna... Well, this isn't exactly the one... <laughs> You're supposed to do that after I make a bad pick. Yeah. Um, Number four, so this is one that like I kept going like, is it Disney? Is it not? I have to go Brave Little Toaster at four. Brave Little Toasties. I'll count it. We'll it, count it. Although it's technically a Disney property now, it wasn't made by Disney. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Count it. It's, it's like definitely Anast- not Disney when you watch it. Anastasia too. is the same thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Same thing. It uh, is dark. Brave yeah. Little Toaster. <laughs> I didn't mention during Anastasia, uh, Once Upon a December, all-time song. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that bat. All-time bad guy. And that bat, yeah. Bartok. <laughs> Bartok. Bartok, he's a bat! <laughs> What's your number five, Alex? <sighs> Brave Little Toaster, which which uh, appliance would you be in your household, Stephen? I really like the John Lovitz character of the radio. Yeah. I really like I the radio. Too. Yeah. That's just in. Poor, yeah, poor, poor fucking from Paris. Poor blanket. The gall. Yeah, blanket. Poor blanket. What a, I, that that scene traumatized me as what a, a kid. wet what a wet blanket. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be an electric blanket, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, they're like, what kind of blanket Should has I a flip face? Flip a coin. <laughs> Fuck. Hurry up. <laughs> All right. Go with your heart. <laughs> I gotta go with my heart because it's my personal personal favorite. Secret of Nim. Secret and M. Okay, yeah. you did yeah. it. Yep. Good That's choice. Good. good choice. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, I rewatched that. It holds up. The movie's great. It's actually a lot more. Uh, that was a movie that I'm like, I had no idea what this movie was about before I rewatched it. Right. <laughs> it's like about rats that get human consciousness. They get they get they get genetically modified so that yeah. they start they, they, they are they, able to think. Yeah, like they, they, would be what, build tools and <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking crazy. Man. It's it's wild. That's pretty, it's, that's a pretty wild premise. It definitely preceded like it set the tone. I mean, like uh, it led to me reading Redwall. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, can't yeah. wait. We can't wait for Redwall. Yeah, it's Nick, gonna, yeah. Once we'll, again, Redwall, uh, <laughs> Redwall in, invades and, our podcast. Redwall and Avatar, the only two properties that we're really looking forward to. That we Martin hope. the Warrior, dude. We got we got to hear about the story of Mountain. <laughs> uh, speaking of your baby, Nick, what's your number five? Okay, number five. I've had some time uh, to think about it, <laughs> and didn't help me at all. So. Do I go for what the? F- I'm not gonna go with my heart because I don't. I don't think the uh, the fans are gonna back me up because I'm trying to win this draft. Okay, on Instagram, okay. I'm gonna win this draft. So to win this draft, I'm gonna go. I gotta get some Nickelodeon in there. I gotta choose a Nickelodeon. I'm going. Rugrats in Paris. <laughs> Rugrats in Paris. <laughs> not even Paris? the first one. Not even no. the first one. <laughs> wow! I can't believe you. <laughs> it's it's a wild card last pick. I know, but uh, I. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going across the board. <laughs> Rugrats in Paris. That's a reach. Let's go. 
Um, this may not this may not win win, uh, but I believe it's a personal pick, and and it's it's still funny to me. Damn it, it is Beavis and Butthead do America. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good the, pick. That's that, a really good one. Yeah, and that's a good lo- pick. Lots of good, good, pick, good uh, cameos and lots of good jokes. Uh, Cloris Reach- Leachman being one of the best uh, cameos in that film of all time. Yeah, and Robert Stack. Uh, Okay, uh, good draft, good draft. This oh, time, five. go deep on it, and I'm talking Roto Rooter. <laughs> you, you heard uh, Beavis Bad coming back. Yeah, coming back coming again, back, uh, again, back for the third time. Uh, some discards. Uh, who do you have discards? Watts with Bashir was honorable like, mensch. Yeah, honorable mensch. One, that, to one that I was along with Flea. Uh, Page Master was one that I rewatched and not as good. <laughs> not as good. I can't put it on uh, the list. That's a that's a one, future contender. The one that Kyle always brings up we that he loves uh, that I am sad I didn't get to draft. I was hoping you guys would take all my other ones, so I had to draft it. We were back. Oh yeah, we were <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, I was thinking dinos, about it. The dinosaur. I was just thinking about it, but it, but on the rewatch, it's not as good. I'm, I got to say that. Yeah, it's Nick, not as good. I, I can't believe you didn't take the original American Tale. I just had to go with the one yeah. that I watched more. Bible goes west. I just have more yeah. of a the bond. one that was on TV more. Uh, the Space la- Jam. The only other one that I was I didn't count I didn't Space really Jam. count Space Jam. Uh, the only other one that I wasn't going to choose that I wanted to choose is Prince of Egypt. Yeah, mm. but yeah, then we'd feel like we we're really religious. And yeah, that one it fun. just gets a little weird. <laughs> here's here's one that none. Of, this is the other one I was considering with my last pick. Really we named Charlie Brown. Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown movie was that in theaters? Yeah, three D. No, the original man. <laughs> Which one? Was the one uh, from the seventies? Was the Christmas Charlie Brown in theaters? That's that's, that's, a, t- that's a TV. That's a TV. No, the first one specials. was in theaters. The okay. first one was 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 debuted at Radio City Music Hall. Man. Speaking of uh, Troll in Central Park, though, uh, good movie. <laughs> Charlie Brown, I didn't even I didn't think about. It. I didn't think I thought they were all TV. No, movies. who framed Roger Rabbit either? That's I don't one. think that we can count. Can't do that one. Yet. Seems too much live action. Too much, live too action. much. So Space Jam and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, okay, I, I, I would have picked Who Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I would have. We've already done a top five of those before, actually. Oh yeah, you're right. On the uh, whatever episode, top live animated slash. Live slash animated movies. Yeah. Now it's time for the last game. Uh, we're Dude. making our cartoon supergroups bands. Uh, I got my band. Go ahead. Ready to go. Go ahead. On lead guitar and singing from my band, I got Josie from Josie and the Pussycats. Good. So you're just going to do Josie and the Pussycats? <laughs> no, no. Nope. Uh, on drums, the smallest and the hungriest of the chipmunks, Theodore. Wow. Okay. Uh, he, he can really bang them out. On the violin, we got our we got my guy Papa Mouskowitz from uh, An American Tale. Nice. Uh, he's rocking the <laughs> the classical go. violin. He's adding there a little bit uh, from the Aristocats. The blue that one cat that plays a stand up bass. The gray cat that plays a stand up bass. He, he's one, he's yeah. playing the stand up bass. Good job. Uh, and then on the on the keys and the synth and singing, I got Damon Albarn from the Gorillas. Wow. Uh, <laughs> He is a cartoon character. (laughs) Oh come on! (laughs) And he's the song. He's the songwriter of the group. And then the uh, and then and then the hype man, the honorable mensch, the guy that comes in every every few songs, but never. Always around a uh, baddie from Fern Gully as as a rapping, wow. <laughs> as the rapper. So you have a big clog around his name. <laughs> yeah. So so baddie played by Robin Williams. Uh, he comes in and he'll do a couple rap sequences every now and then, <laughs> but mostly just like hangs around as a hype guy. And that's right. that's my band. I, Alex, you got your band. Uh, yeah. All right. So let me. So one of them, real quick. There's there's two concepts. So I have a jazz soul quartet, or no, uh, fi- uh, what do you call it? five? Quintet. Quintet. A jazz soul quintet, or I have an electro pop trio. 
So for the electro trap pop trio, I'm thinking on the vo- so I'm thinking around someone like Fantagram or Little Dragon or yeah, like yeah, one of yeah. those. Or, That's uh, kind of what my band is. Or uh, <laughs> what's the other one? What's the one that's like bad shit? Who's that fucking? Yeah, 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 yeah. That. that. Um, so on vocals is Anastasia. Okay. With like yeah. some you know filters and everything, and then on. And then on synth, synth, then on synth and board, or like Chromia, like Chromia, yeah, another yeah, yeah. one of those things. And then on synth and boards, you got Max Goof and Elroy Jetson. Yeah, okay. So yeah. like, kind of like, uh, kind of like D Light, yeah. <laughs> you know, like two DJs and, and, and a singer. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah I, the, I, I like that. Elroy concept. Jetson's got like the Kanye glasses on. And yeah. This makes um, sense. They both okay. have those glasses. All right. Yeah. So and then my jazz soul quartet, we got. Charlotte from Charlotte's Web on the vocals. Okay. So she's just. I don't sit- remember her being a great singer, but I'm into she it. She had that she, great. Yeah, she song. sang the, her de- her death song to her- to Wilbur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She I'm, would just be on the mic. You don't. You think you think there's. It's just pre-recorded, but she's just sitting yeah. on top of the mic. <laughs> yeah. You okay. Barely- <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Um, on bass, we have uh, Token from South Park. Wow. Okay. You know, or Tolkien. <laughs> sorry, I'm Tolkien. I'm, uh, yeah, it's Tolkien. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> On tenor sax, we got Garfield, Garfield the cat. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. And then, because um, he played saxophone in the show. Mm-hmm. And then on piano, we got Schroeder, the guy on Peanuts that, yeah, does, you gotta that have has it. neck problems. Somebody has yeah, to have a yeah, yeah, I felt like you were going <laughs> to put Schroeder yeah. in there, yeah. And then on drums, we got the Tasmanian Devil, dude. Okay. Fucking... So uh, I got to figure out a name for them. Yeah, well, yeah. he would destroy the drum set, but I still... Maybe a special drum set, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the jazz. The jazz. I'm gonna roll with that one. <laughs> yeah, as much as I love the Max Goof and Elroy Jetson yeah, the DJ, they're more of a concept in that yeah. they would only ever be a concept and never yeah, really yeah. Yeah. amount to anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, who's the songwriter of that group? I I really uh, don't know. No man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Stephen, who's who, who's your band? So my drummer is going to be uh, Lamont Curly Baker, who is Questlove in Soul. Uh, so that's my drummer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my bassist in... Sin- or no, my, I'm going to go with my guitarist is going to be the steel guitar uh, um, by Double D from Ed and Eddie. Um, my, on the keyboard, I have uh, Shun Gan, who is the Siamese cat who plays in the Aristocats. And... Um, and for my <laughs> bass and lead singer, I'm taking Monroe Yoder, the lead singer and and bass player for the Beats from Doug. Oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. Beats, the yeah. Beats. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad we go. got some beat representation in Absolutely. here. Absolutely. All all decent bands. Uh, I would go see any of them in a triple billing. Uh, that would be fun. Do you, you know, know what you would call your band, Stephen? What um, kind of what kind of music are they playing too? <laughs> Uh, fun, um, uh, psychedelic funk. Nice. Soul. <laughs> yeah. So kind of like a like some Krungbin, Karangbin, or um, what's the other one? Uh, Unknown Moral Orchestra. Yeah. Kind of like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they got a UMO yeah. vibe for sure. With the uh, yeah. with mine's the, more of like with a, that steel guitar. Yeah, mine's more of like a Herbie Hancock, uh, Miles Davis kind of vibe. Billy Hot and like Charles Webb would give it like more of like a Billy Holiday. Mine's like a very specific band that would only be popular for like five years because mm-hmm. <laughs> they would just fall out of fashion. You'd be like LFO. Yeah. That's basically what you're... <laughs> well, okay. there you go. LFO is a classic. And we have some strong band. bands there. Uh, my band, uh, my band's name would be uh, called uh, Mishmash. Mishmash. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be called Hand Drawn. Ooh. Hand right. Drawn. There you go. Yep. Okay. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, KJX, do you have any right. final, Handy Ron. <laughs> final thoughts about uh, uh, about Rockadoo before we, before, you know, 
wrap it on up? Um, you know, they say you should never meet your heroes, right? I think it's also true that you should never rewatch your beloved childhood movies because <laughs> you're always going to be disappointed. Because your your uh, threshold for what is good and what is entertaining <laughs> as a child is always vastly different. Yeah. But you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dang. I think that uh, that sums it up for everybody. Better than the big green? No. No. No, uh, unfortunately. It was not. It's, uh, it's good, but it's not better. Yeah, it's fine. Re-rate it. Steven, what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a solid 39%. It's, it's better than 25, but... Uh, it's still not good. It's still not good. Like you just, I give it based on the strength of the music, yeah, um, and uh, and every everything except Edmund. Like that's why Edmund Edmund's brings really this movie brings down, down about fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna keep it in the I'm gonna keep it real rotten. I'm gonna keep it at twenty five. Twenty five flat because of how bad Edmund is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It really just made the movie not as enjoyable at all. Yeah. <laughs> like the. It, that's my my last thought about the movie is like it was, could have been so much better of a movie. Yeah. It's insane no, how much better this movie could have been compared to other Don Bluth movies. Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I give it a thirty. It's definitely it's definitely like not. It shouldn't be real rotten eligible, but it's still pretty damn bad. Still pretty bad. Yeah. Still pretty bad. Absolutely. Uh, you got a blurb, Alex? I'll give you mine. Yeah, I'm yeah. fluid with this movie. <laughs> yeah. Nick, you got one? Do you think they told him to play up that the childhood voice? I really or hope he just not. Like, had that I think person. he just sucks because he's like <laughs> yeah, he five years sucks. old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have some bad hombres here. Uh, if the king asked me if I'd want to watch this movie, I'd say, oh, no, no. Ha-ha. <laughs> you really did it. Uh, r- any real recommendations, Alex, then? Oh, yeah. I... Went in with no expectations, but it came... My method for watching stuff nowadays is that it has to be recommended by completely unrelated sources, like people that are completely unrelated to each other. And I got this... this No brother-sister recommendations. No, exactly. Exactly. Nope, just kissing cousins. (laughs) Um, And this happened to fulfill that criteria. The Pam and Tommy show, man. It was really good. It's actually really, really good. I was... um, It's... You just it, it's obviously very specific, but I'm you know we're all old enough to really remember that. I think like uh, yeah. I mean we were ki- yeah we were kids, but I remember that being a huge deal um, back in the day as far as like, and I'm only a couple episodes in, but I imagine it's gonna explain it's gonna explore a lot of uh, not only with Pam and Tommy, but just like kind of the way that the media covered it as well as like kind of what because I know it was stolen right yeah so it's just. Yeah, it, it's 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 interesting and okay. really well. Seth Rogen's fucking great in it. Um, really, really well. The guy who plays Tommy Lee is like spot on. Like that Sebastian Stan having a fantastic yeah. Hulu year. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sebastian Stan. Uh, the Fresh movie yeah, as did, well. I did watch Fresh. You uh, did watch Fresh. I did watch Fresh. Wow, is that your real recommendation? Uh, sure, actually. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I was trying to think of one. I I didn't want to do a. This is coming out off after the Oscars episode, so. Right. I want to. I want to talk about any of those, and uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about the Batman uh, at another time. Yeah, who who cares? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll recommend Fresh. It was a good movie. Okay, I need to watch that. Was good. it sca- was it scary? Was it too uh, scary for you? Not too scary for me. Okay. Uh, it Just gross. Didn't make, didn't make me nervous. A little gross. That's about it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my real gr- recommendation is a TV show that I, that I ripped through the past couple of days. 
Only eight episodes, about 12 minutes a piece, but, um, you know, uh, recommend it. It's an animated show called Smiling Friends. It's a new Adult Swim show, and it's uh, it's just weird. It's just a weird show, then, and I it's love how weird the one with the, like, blobby-looking characters. Blobby-looking characters, and they're yeah. employed as people who are supposed to brighten people's days. And, like, there's one episode <laughs> where one guy's suicidal the entire time. There's one where it's, like, they have to solve a murder. And um, it has my favorite sound bit that I'm just going to play now because this is uh, this is what happens when Alex confuses me. Man, I don't know what to take no more, man. Oh, okay, okay. Let's okay, okay, so mess with no your head. Get out of me. Don't be messing with your head. Get out of me. No, nobody's messing with your head. That's really it. That's really it. You don't know what to take no more, man. Highly recommend that specific episode is Frowning Friends and their direct competition opens up across the street and it's just people making people have a bad day. Yeah, okay. That's good. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, well, a good episode. Thank you for coming, Alex, and helping out. As usual, and as we always say, keep it real and stay rotten. Oh, and be on the lookout for our draft and our bands and vote on our on our uh, Yeah, vote, vote on those on social media. Uh, Five stars on uh, Spotify as well. You can now rate Spotify podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. Please so give us, them the, give us them four stars because you know we're not five. No, please <laughs> have some pity on us. <laughs> we're only going to get like 20 of them. <laughs> what is this, a Yelp? I've been walking these streets so long. Singing the same old song I know every crack in these dirty sidewalks of Broadway We're talking about Oakland Where hustle's the name of the game Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes, our gratin You watch a film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out and when it was all you on the show, I want my money back. That was real rotten. Real fucking rotten.